Welcome to episode 34. Recently I've been thinking a lot about how certain countries have managed to essentially bootstrap themselves. The same way that startups go from having zero money to having customers and revenue flowing in. Something has to get you over the hump. Something has to make you work when there's no money to pay you for that work. And countries have the same problem, but on a much larger scale. Um, so I've been thinking about certain countries like China and Malaysia, uh, Japan. These are countries that at this point are pretty well developed, particularly China and Japan. But 80 years ago were basically nothing. I mean, they had no infrastructure. They had cities that were torn apart by war. They had populations that had just gone through multiple wars and were pretty tired and probably just wanted to live a happy life. And now they're being asked to build roads, which is probably not what they wanted to do. So how do you do this? When you have no money, how do you get people to build roads? So some countries try this strategy of propaganda. You put out ads that tell people about how great it will be when they have this new road. You show people driving on the road. Or, or maybe you do a nationalistic approach. You appeal to the national duty or maybe to family duty. Either way, this doesn't really seem to work. Historically, propaganda like this hasn't led to a bunch of very productive people, um, at least not without the additional backing of maybe military force. <laughs> An alternative strategy, which seems to have been employed pretty effectively in China and Japan, is to do economic propaganda, marketing and ads. You tell people about how awesome their life will be with a new vacuum or a handbag. That's something that's a little bit easier to believe than the road story, especially when there are already lots of great ads and professionals who are economically incentivized to make amazing propaganda for their bag. And so in doing this, you essentially get people to trade the possibility of purchasing some impermanent thing for the production of a very permanent thing, like a road. It's a great deal for the government and for the society. Um, and down the line, individuals eventually get to buy that Louis Vuitton bag. In China, the economic environment's always been pretty hostile, but the one domain, the one industry that's always allowed into China is luxury European goods. If you're a Louis Vuitton handbag seller, you're welcome in China. So this strategy of economic propaganda seems like a pretty effective one to get your country off the ground. And we used it actually quite well in the US as well. We, after World War II, we had this whole idea of keeping up with the Joneses and it got a lot of people to work hard in order to get into the middle class and have all the stuff that middle class people own. But now, around the world, 
and in the U.S., we're starting to see the dark side of this strategy. When you have lots of jobs to do, pumping money into marketing produces lots of productive action on those jobs. But when you don't have a lot of jobs to do, and you pump a lot of money into marketing, the only place that people can go to try to, the only strategy, I suppose, they can use to try to purchase those goods is crime, I guess. Or, um, yeah, I guess if you really want to purchase a Louis Vuitton bag and there's no way to get a job, there's not many other ways to get one other than, well, I guess maybe making one yourself or stealing it. And so marketing, which is a great strategy to get us bootstrapped, eventually leads to crime when you don't have enough work to go around. So people have some productive way of achieving the life that's described in marketing. And as technology continues to remove jobs, my question is, will our marketing respond? Will we continue to paint a picture of a life that is unrealistic for most people? And in doing so, create a desire for goods that will drive people to commit crimes or just generally be unhappy. Um, you know, when 90% of people can't work, will they still be able to achieve the life that we've, uh, we portray on TV? So that's the question for today. Will this strategy that helped us bootstrap our countries Will it now lead to the slow or maybe quick demise of those countries? I don't know. I don't know if this history has a lesson here because I don't know how long this I, this use of marketing has been around. Um, but it seems like something, some kind of change needs to happen. What do you think? <laughs>